we have prayed everlasting father god in heaven we thank you for this gathering your word said that you would never gather the seed of jacob to seek you in vain therefore lord we know that we are not here oh god for casualties but lord we are here that we may receive therefore lord in the name of jesus out of your fullness so god in heaven satisfy every heart that your name be glorified in the name of jesus thank you almighty god in heaven blessed be your holy name glory be to your holy name O god in heaven in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen and amen hallelujah amen praise the name of the lord hallelujah please be graciously seated hallelujah praise god quickly open your bibles with me to the book of john chapter 13 john 13 we are reading from verses 6 to 17 john chapter 13 we are reading from verses 6 to 17 praise the name of the lord hallelujah if you don't mind please read with me as we go want to go when jesus came to simon peter peter said to him lord are you going to wash my feet jesus replied you do not understand what i am doing but someday you will no peter protested you would never ever wash my feet jesus replied unless i wash your feet you won't belong to me simon peter exclaimed then wash my hands and head as well lord not just my feet jesus replied a person who has bathed all over does not need to wash except for the feet to be entirely clean and you disciples are clean but not all of you for jesus knew who would betray him that is what he meant when he said not all of you are clean after washing their feet he put on his robe again and sat down and asked do you understand what i was doing you call me teacher and lord and you are right because that's what i am and since i your lord and teacher have washed your feet you ought to wash each other's feet i have given you an example to follow do as i have done i tell you the truth slaves are no greater than their master nor is a messenger more important than the one who sends the message now that you know these things god would bless you for doing them let's read that last verse one to go now that you know these things god would bless you for doing them hallelujah say to your neighbor god would bless you for doing them hallelujah amen you see one of the frustrating things i've come to experience in life is when you are trying to explain something and the person whom you're explaining it to is not only not understanding, but is talking about something else entirely. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible says that Jesus was speaking to his disciples and was intending to wash their feet. Praise the name of the Lord. But Peter, thinking that the idea was to get them physically clean, was saying, Lord, okay, if you are going to wash my feet, you might as well just what? Give me a full-blown shower. Praise the name of the Lord. 
But Jesus was saying that the essence of what I'm trying to do here has nothing to do with your physical appearance. Praise the name of the Lord. Because the essence of what I was trying to communicate with you was that if you call me your teacher, you agree that I am your rabbi, then anything you see me do is what I expect you to do. Praise the name of the Lord. Why? Because the Bible says that what? Jesus, Matthew 20 verse 23, the Bible said that the man did not come to be served, but to do what? To serve. And Jesus said that if ye are my disciples, then you must do what? Obey my commandments. Praise the name of the Lord. In other words, that the essence of all these tutorials I've been giving you for three plus years is that everything you saw me do, that you must also do the same thing. And so when Jesus began to wash their feet, it wasn't about their feet being dirty. Praise God. The message of that gesture was that I, your boss, if I could condescend down to wash you, my fellow's feet, then there is nothing that should stop you from doing the same for one another. In other words, that we have not been called to be served, but our essence in life is to serve. Praise the name of the Lord. And so the, when he finished that statement, he asked them now, do you now understand what I was doing? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And the question I'm asking you this afternoon, do you understand what the Lord is saying? Hallelujah. I say that because for us in this church, we started this month with that the theme of our month is that what our month is our month of settlement. Hallelujah. And that the only way so far that we know from scripture that anyone can be settled and what it means to be settled is that God becomes committed to meeting every of your need and some more. Hallelujah. Is that the only way, the platform through which God can settle you and I can be, must be on the premise of service. Hallelujah. That whatever you see me do, keep doing these things for by so doing, God will do what? Bless you. Hallelujah. Praise God. The title of my sermon this afternoon is continuing from what we did last week, which is Serving Your Way to Settlement. Part 2. Hallelujah. Serving your way to settlement. Part 2. Praise God. Last week, I started the conversation by saying that in the kingdom of God, God's wisdom is always in the reverse. Praise God. God's wisdom is always in the reverse. In other words, whatever is obtainable on the earth here, God expects you and I to do the opposite. Praise God. I gave the example in the first service when I said that according to the dictates of dating, in quote, nowadays, in the day that we live in, premarital sex is a myth. Praise God. In other words, there is nothing wrong whatsoever in a young lady and a young man who are intending to get married to sample themselves first to see whether it will work or not. And if it's not working, I think you should go your own way. Praise God. But God is saying that in his kingdom, keep yourself pure and I will bless your home. 
Praise the name of the Lord. When we come to the idea of giving, the Bible will say that what? That there is he who withhold it. In other words, the world will say, if you want to abound, the way to abound is for you to withhold. Therefore, keep everything. Keep hiding unto yourself. But the Bible says that there is he who withhold it, and yet he has nothing. But there is he who keeps scattering, and what? He keeps abounding the more. Praise the name of the Lord. The wisdom of God is in the reverse. In the world that we live in here, they tell you that what? Whatever someone does to you, give it to them in the same equal measure. Praise the name of the Lord. In other words, if you hit me, I hit you back, if not more. But the Bible says that what? When your neighbor hits you, you should do what? Turn the other cheek. Hallelujah. It's different. Because the reason why that comes to obtain is because you and I, although we are in the world, our manners are not of this world. Praise the name of the Lord. And so I said here that God's instructions for advancement will always contradict what the world believes is the way to advance. And the same applies to service. In the world that we live in here, if you ask an average person, why do you want to blow? Because I want to believe that for every young man here, your ambition is that, you know, I just want to make it in life. Praise God. And the reason why you want to make it in life is that, you know what, I want to be served. Everywhere I go to, someone is pulling my shoe, taking off my jacket. I mean, I don't have to lift a finger. But in the kingdom of God, the Bible is saying that the reason or how you can get to where you want to get to is that if you're willing to bring yourself to nothing, and you're willing to commit to meeting the needs of others by virtue of service, that is the only way you and I can be able to get to where God ordained for us. Hallelujah. And so you realize that service is the gateway to accessing every good thing in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Unfortunately, by the reason of the glory that comes with success, in other words, when you see people who are successful based on the criterias or the um, yardsticks of the world that we live in today, we begin to assume that the glory is attached to the position. Praise the name of the Lord. In other words, the moment I get to that particular position, then everything I want is accrued to me. But you realize that in the kingdom of God, excuse me, in the kingdom of God, glory is not tied to a position, but rather a posture. Hallelujah. It's not tied to a position, but what? Your posture. Your countenance, your attitude, your demeanor towards certain things. Praise the name of the Lord. That's why the Bible says that what? If anybody wants to be lifted, the criteria is that what? You must be humble. Praise God. Why? Because it's in the posture that God is revealed. So we see that example in the life of David. The Bible says concerning David that, but David occasionally went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. And the Philistines drew near and presented himself for 40 days, morning and evening. And Jesse said to his son David, Take now for your brothers an ephah of this dried grain and these ten loaves and run to your brothers at the camp. We have come to realize that had David not been serving, David would not be king today. Because just by simple analogy, if David refused not to go on that errand, 
You know, growing up, our parents sons on errand will first of all get to our own corner, do what I want to do, then towards the end, we now can get what get our parents wanted us to get. Praise God. I don't know if I'm making sense. So, for example, your parents will ask you to go and buy something down the road. You see your mates playing football by the road. You, first of all, play football first. And then buy what they wanted you to buy. Then you can go home. And they ask you, why are you sweating? I was just running. I was just running. I need to get here on time. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so you realize that if David chose not to go on that errand, he would never have known what was happening in the camp. He wouldn't have confronted Goliath. And he would have still been a shepherd boy. Praise the name of the Lord. And so you realize that it was the heart to serve in David that actually got him to the throne. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because when you read in the preceding chapter, chapter 16, when, Saul, when Samuel came to anoint the sons of Jesse, praise God, the Bible said that what David was still in the place of service. Praise God. He was still keeping sheep. Hallelujah. Praise God. However, you begin to understand that with the world that we live in here, there is this, misconstru- this misunderstanding that publicity always equates to influence. In other words, in the, in the day that we live in, your social capital, so to speak, or your, based on the number of followers you have on your social media platform, is an evidence to how influential or how affluent you are. Praise God. And so if I have 10 million followers on Instagram, that means I have 10 million pounds in my bank account. Praise God. But there are people who have 10 million followers and they don't have nothing. Praise God. I mean, there are people who, when you begin to hear their stories that, you know, that they say, oh, when it was in the pandemic or whatever it is, I was broken and broken. But yeah, you're wondering, but you're a celebrity. It is what it is. Praise the name of the Lord. And so you realize that publicity does not always equate to affluence or success. Praise the name of the Lord. But rather, if we are going to be settled, it must be on the premise of service. And so last week, I said that there are various tools for service. One of them being our talents. The other being our time. And the other being our treasure. And then our testimonies. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. But the truth remains that the impact of a man's life is a sum total of his talents, the time he invested in developing those talents and serving, the rewards he received by virtue of committing those talents and time to work, and then his convictions, in other words, the testimonies, how he was able to communicate his convictions to others. Praise the name of the Lord. And so for the sake of time, we'll just look at two of them and then we'll carry on for the remaining part of the service, remaining Sundays to come. Hallelujah. And the very first, the very first of them all is what our talents. Praise the name of the Lord. Is what our talents. Many a times, there are some of us who believe that there is nothing I'm good at. If I was to ask someone a question now, what are you good at? I can guarantee it that some of you, your mind will be thinking, I don't think I am good enough or I'm good at anything. Praise the name of the Lord. That ideology is a lie. Praise the name of the Lord. 
is a lie not because I know what your talents are. It's a lie because it's not consistent with scripture. Praise God. It's not consistent with what God has said concerning you and I. Praise the name of the Lord. Talents are your innate or inborn abilities that are endowed on you by God for the fulfillment of your purpose here on the earth. Hallelujah. Your talents are the tools through which God, through you, communicates his goodness to humanity. However, you and I would have to accept that what? Talent is not enough. Hallelujah. Talent alone is not enough. There are many people who have lost out on what God has in store for them, all in the name of I'm talented. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I gave an example in the first service of a very fantastic footballer, Mario Balotelli, as an Italian footballer from a Ghanaian descent. Praise God. For many of us who watch football, we know that this guy's talent is what unquestionable. I mean, even those that play football know. But the reason why he never got to the heights everybody predicted he would get to was on the premise of what? Attitude. Praise the name of the Lord. Attitude. Because if you are talented with, no, with zero attitude, you will get to nowhere. Praise the name of the Lord. That's why Paul would always recommend that if you are going to serve, your posture for service must always be in humility. Hallelujah. Your posture in service must always be what? In humility. And I said that until your talent is harnessed to the point of contributing value to the lives of others, your talent is being wasted. Hallelujah. Until your talent is developed to the point that is contributing value to the lives of others, your talent is being wasted. If you and I are going to be settled, we must have a sense of value. Praise the name of the Lord. You must have what? A sense of value. You have something to contribute to the lives of the people around you. Praise the name of the Lord. The reason why you woke up, ironed your clothes, sacrificed your sleep, and came to church this afternoon was because you came with the aim of receiving what? Value. That value in the measure of spiritual substance. Hallelujah. And so you understand that value is the commodity on, of the is the commodity with which you and I are settled in life. Hallelujah. You and I must be what? Value-driven. What contributions are you making? And the mystery of value is this. Is that value is unique to each one. Praise the name of the Lord. There are many, when I mention football here, for some who say, what is football? I don't watch football. That's not value to you, but to me it's value. Praise the name of the Lord. And so you realize, and that's what makes our uniqueness important. Because Paul was saying to the church in Rome that having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, it says what? Let us what? Use them. Praise the name of the Lord. Let us what? Use them. Your talent is not your job. Praise God. Your job is what puts food on the table. Your talent is your assignment to this world. Hallelujah. But the beauty of it is that God has designed it. 
that when your talent is properly developed, your talent will provide food for your table. Praise the name of Jesus. Your talent is not your job. People retire from their jobs, but your talent is what you do today, to the day Jesus calls you home. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I was reading my Bible, and the Bible says that what? In the book of Acts chapter 1, I believe that Paul, Luke was saying, Oh, excellent Theophilus, that is worthy for me to give an account of all the things that Jesus began to teach and to do till his departure. Till his departure. In other words, he kept on doing it till he went to the Father. That is what you are called to, to do. Hallelujah. And so here, Paul is saying that what? Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, it says that what? Let us use it. Praise God. The essence of this charge is that, you see, many a times we see, I always say this, that your job is a means to an end. It's not the end. And I say this for, for many of us who migrated from all parts of the world and came to the UK with the search or with the aim of greener pastures. Praise God. Don't lose your fire. Praise God. Don't lose your fire. Yes, you may be doing something not consistent to what you like, but it's only for a while. Let that point be in your focus at every point in time. I may be doing care job. I don't like care job, but it's only a means to an end. Praise the name of the Lord. It's a means what? To an end. Because if you're not careful, time begins to pass and you say, you know what? I'll just do it today. Jesus calls me home. If that is not your talent, if that's not your call, it's not your call. Because the essence of it is that what? God, through your talents, is supposed to communicate his goodness to the world that you and I live in. Praise the name of the Lord. And so Peter was saying in 1 Peter 4 verse 10 to 11, he says, at each has received gift. He says what? Use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. He says, whoever speaks as one who speaks as an oracle of God, whoever serves, let do as one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that in everything, hallelujah, in everything, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And the truth is that what? Value is not dependent on your position. In other words, you will say, oh, you know what? When I start my own business, that's when I begin to add value. Or when I become the manager, that's when I begin to add value. It's not consistent with scripture. Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible says concerning a young girl who was taken captive from Israel, in the book of 2 Kings 5, verse 2 to 3, it says that now the band of raiders from Aram had gone out and had taken a captive young girl from Israel. And she did what? She served Naaman's wife. Praise God. She served Naaman's wife. And she said to her mistress, if only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Hallelujah. Could you imagine if this young girl did not have the interest of her boss at heart? 
Praise God. Because you see, a proof that you are truly serving according to God's pattern is that you must care for the people you are serving. Praise God. You must do what? Care for the people that what you are serving. If you are not caring, you will lose your reward. The Bible says, even if I give my body to be burnt, and I do not do it in love, it says what? It profits me what? Nothing. Praise the name of the Lord. Therefore, if you are truly serving and there is no care towards what you are doing, you are losing out on what God has in store for you. Because that is how he is going to communicate his goodness to the person that you are serving. So in the story of Naaman, Naaman went to wash and we know how the story ended. Because by assuming the Bible let us know the story of that born girl, I'm not sure she will remain a servant. Praise God. Because the Bible said that Naaman was a mighty man of valor through whom the Lord won many battles, but he was what? A leper. So that was the but in his life. If not, everything will be good. But what? He was a leper. And it so happened that this girl eliminated that shame. I mean, come on. Praise the name of the Lord. We look at the life of Joseph for the sake of time. Joseph was committed to adding value. Because if you want to add value, you must care. Now, that's the key element of it. That's the kingdom principle. You must care for the people you are adding value towards. Could you imagine if I did not care for you as I'm preaching? I'll come and just bring one note. Share. The point is to share sermon, Abi. I will just share sermon. We all go. Praise the name of the Lord. But you understand that in the kingdom of God, if you are going to be rewarded, you must do it with care. Praise God. You must do it with what? Care. The second thing is what? Our time. What do you commit your time to doing? Yes, you are talented. Yes, you are a woman who wants to add value, a man who wants to add value. But what do you use your time to do? Psalm 90 verse 12 says, Teach us to number our days, that we will incline our hearts unto wisdom. Praise the name of the Lord. It is, God forbid, that is said that you lived 100 years in this earth, and even 10 cannot be collectively collected towards the kingdom agenda. God forbid. Why are you living? I remember when Mommy Gio was preaching one time in a minister's conference. And she was just praying. She said, God, what is our life if it's not for you? That statement alone captivated my heart so much. What are we living for again? That if our time is not being used for the things of God, what then is life? What is the essence of life? Why, why have you lived? I said here that time is the unit of life. That's why it's called your lifetime. So if in your lifetime you live for 60, 70, 80, 90 years, if they cannot find God from the 19, 18, 70, 50, what you were born to the day God called you home, it's a waste. It's a waste. So when Joshua was saying it, that what? But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. 
Whether the gods of your ancestors, who they serve beyond Euphrates, or the gods of the Amorites, or in the, whose land you are living. But it says, as for me and my house, we will do what? We must serve the Lord. We must give our time, our energy for the things of God because that is why I was created. Praise the name of the Lord. Why am I living that if God cannot have a command of my time? Praise God. What then is the essence of life? Praise the name of the Lord. And so in conclusion, Paul says, for by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of you has one body with many members, and these members do not have all the same function, so in Christ we, Though many form one body and each member belongs to all others, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. But it says, if your gift is prophesying, it says then prophesy in accordance to what? Your faith. If your gift is serving, it says then what? Serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, give generously. If it is to lead, then lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. In other words, whatever your call is, your talent is, my, my brother and my sister, the charge is what? Do it well. Praise the name of the Lord. Regardless of whatever your assignment is, the condition is to what? Do it well. Because when we do such things, we are not doing it unto any man, but what? Unto God. And God who sees what is done in secret will be committed to settling you and I in the open. Praise the name of the Lord. God will settle you and I in the open. Hallelujah. Let's just bow our heads as we pray. One of the key criterias for service, first and foremost, is that you must come to the place where you acknowledge Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. You see, the reason why you have a landlord is because he's an owner that owns that property. So when you say that the Lord Jesus is your Lord, he owns everything about you. If he says go, we go. If he says stay, we stay. To do his bidding is the reason why we are alive. The Bible said that Jesus was speaking and said, my meat is to do the will of him who sent me. And so therefore, perhaps you are here, you're watching us online, or you are here and you have not made it right with Jesus. Or perhaps you want to restore that fellowship, that your life will begin to gain meaning. This is that opportunity. And therefore, I implore you to say this prayer with me and say, Lord Jesus, say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Say, cleanse me with your blood. I acknowledge that you died on the cross of Calvary for me. On the third day you rose again. I ask that you would grant me the privilege to walk in the realities of the new creation. Even as I confess you as my Lord and my personal Savior. 
father god in heaven i thank you for everyone that is here who have heard your word i ask that lord let this word be written on the tablets of your heart that lord it will bear fruits of righteousness that lord oh god in heaven this word oh god will be a spring for them to venture into what you have called them to do but above all oh god in heaven may you be pleased with us oh god may you be pleased with us oh god in jesus mighty and matchless name we have prayed amen and amen praise the name of the lord